welcome to Taking It Personally, the podcast for heart-led entrepreneurs who have a message to share through their business to positively impact the world. I'm Elle Turner, writer, business mindset mentor, mother and lifelong learner who wants to show you that when business is personal, that's when it can really make a difference, not only in your life, but in the lives of those around you and in the wider world. I'm on a heart-led mission to harness the power of thought leadership, mindset and personal growth to help you express your heartfelt, soul-led message with confidence to the world and grow your own impactful business. So whether you're a coach, a consultant, an author, a speaker, or in any other business, if you have a message to share and a positive impact to make, then here's my number one tip. Join me on this podcast every week and let's find out what we can do by taking it personally. Hey there, welcome or welcome back to Taking It Personally. It is so good to have you here. You're listening to the podcast for heart-led, impact-driven entrepreneurs and we talk about all things entrepreneurial leadership and mindset so that you can grow your heart-led, impact-driven business and live the life that resonates with you, that's in harmony with you at a heart and soul level. That's what we're here to do. So how are you today? We are nearly there, folks. It's nearly the end of January. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere like me, once we get February under our belts, we are heading towards spring at a pace. Hang in there. (laughs) I know, I feel like I keep harping on about this. I think it was only last week that I was talking about this on the podcast too, wasn't it? But for some reason, I am really feeling it this year that it is still winter. Normally, you know, obviously we just take the seasons as, as they come, don't we? Because it makes sense. Nature has cycles for a reason. But this year, I'm really feeling I'm taking it all out. I feel the need to get outdoors a lot and it's just not a comfortable thing to do at the moment. But I really want to get out and about. I want to see some spring flowers. I mean, maybe, I don't know, possibly it's just after a couple of years of not being able to like do so much. Um, Maybe it's just that. I guess we're all feeling that to a degree, aren't we? But yeah, so I am really looking forward to spring. Anyway, let's rewind to where we are at the moment. How are you? Let me know what's going on with you at the moment. How is business? Today, I want to talk to you about why it doesn't have to be either or. What do I mean by that? Well, as entrepreneurs, we have a lot of decisions to make, don't we? Choices about what we're going to focus on in business, what action we're going to take, what we want to be known for, how we want to share what we have to share. And we find ourselves choosing between this or that, or maybe a range of options. But when we narrow them down, often we come back to one choice or another, this one or that one, this or that. Now, clearly that's not unique to business. We all have an array of choices with a whole manner of things and often too many things. So we'll discard the bulk and it will come down to this or that. So some silly examples, tea or coffee, stay in or go out for dinner. And These are situations when picking one thing is important because they're opposites, stay in or go out. Or to do otherwise would split our focus. So in business, we don't want to spread ourselves too thin. So we'll pick something and give it a chance to work. So this platform or that platform, this strategy or that strategy. We do need to make choices about what we need to do at any given time. 
But I think we get used to this polarity, this or that. I mean, maybe we're even wired that way because obviously we live on an earth that rotates on two poles and tides are either coming in or they're going out. Moons are either waxing or they're waning. Seasons are in growth in spring and summer or in contraction in autumn and winter. We get used to either or, even if that sort of thing's not in, not in our face or top of mind all of the time. We get used to either or and we're used to choosing and that is very legitimate at times. Like I said, we obviously we need to make choices and sometimes these are very simple choices, you know, tea or coffee or whatever, but we get used to this either or situation and it can extend to how we see ourselves. Oh, I'm not a confident person. I would need to be older to do that or I would need to be younger to do that. I'm to this or I'm not enough that. It needs to be either I'm older, either I'm younger, either I'm confident, either I'm not. We get used to either or. And in part, it was this mindset, my assumption that I needed to choose between two perceived opposites that held me back from starting my business for so long, which is why I wanted to talk with you about it today, because it was really a limiting belief that held me back firstly from starting my business, but has also held me back within my business too. Before I started my first business a number of years ago, it felt wrong and out of alignment with my thought processes to want more, something else as well as what I already had with my traditional job. I felt I had to choose between satisfaction at work and advancing my career or being around for my family. I felt it was either my career or my family. I wanted time with my children, so I believed the need to reduce my earning capacity was inevitable because I believed that either I could spend time with my children and that would mean that my career would stagnate or I could focus on my career and sacrifice the time that I wanted to spend with my children. Now, that was my mindset. I know that's not everybody's mindset and I know some people make it work, career, a full-time career and children and hats off to them. But I felt at that time my mindset was that I had to choose between one or the other. I wanted time with my children. My career stagnated as a result of that and I believed that was the trade-off. I believed that was necessary and I believed it had to be either or. And in the same vein, my work, my traditional employment, my job at the time required me to be logical, it required me to be methodical, it required me to follow legislation, policies, processes. So I lost sight of the opportunity over the years to consider myself a creative person too, because I was so used to being logical, methodical, following these policies and processes that I wasn't exercising my creativity in the way that I viewed creativity at the time and I came to the conclusion that I, I just was that sort of person. I was a logical person. I was not a creative person because I felt at that point my mindset was very much stuck in the either or. You're one thing or the other. And it was that polarity, that thought of either or you are this way or you're that way that changed for me first and I'll explain why and I'll go on to the more general mindset shift this offers and why I believe the mindset shift is good for business and then I'll invite you to consider making the mindset shift for yourself to support you in your business to help you grow and flourish all the good things making choices when choices serve you 
like I will do this or I will do that but knowing that you don't need to choose you can be both or have both because you can so we'll get into that as we go along on today's episode a while back this is how I came to think a lot more about well does it have to be either or does it have to be this way or that way a while back I decided to look into the theories about people being predominantly left-brained or right-brained in terms of the way they think. Have you heard about that concept? I'm sure you I'm sure you have. The right and the left hemispheres of our brain deal with very different functions and so the idea arose that people used one side or the other predominantly leading to assumptions about being good at one thing or another, about being good at this, about being good at that, about being analytical, logical, therefore not the creative type, or being creative and artistic, therefore impractical or somehow disorganised or using that as the perceived reason for maybe not having these these more quote-unquote practical, tangible skills. And I looked into it because I'd heard of this and the idea just bothered me because I didn't want to be one or the other. I wanted to be both. Now, is that hashtag greedy chops? No, I don't believe so. Not at all. I think it's much more hashtag why not? I wanted to be both. Now, it is well known that each side of our brain operates the opposite side of our body. So messages from the right side of the brain control movement on the left, etc. And the left side of our brain does deal with more analytical and methodical approaches, while the right side is more creative. And if you'd asked me years ago, I would have assumed that I was a left brained person for the reasons that I was saying earlier about what my day to day was like because of what my job required of me. But when I did start to pursue more creative endeavours when my children were very small a long time ago, I wondered if that was suddenly my right side of my brain sort of cranking into action. So I did a bit of reading around the subject and the theory of being either a left brain person or a right brain person does seem to have had a fairly sensible origin because research into brain injuries discovered this opposite side control function that I was talking about earlier about the messages from one side of the brain controlling movement on the other and damage to one side of the brain could, for example, impair movement on the other side of the body. But what appears to have happened then is that that idea was developed in kind of popular non-scientific terms and taken to a bit of an extreme, giving rise to the generalisation that some people are either left-brained, logical, analytical, organised, practical, etc. and others are right-brained, creative and artistic. But the good news is that both sides of the brain work together and that people use both sides of their brain most of the time now seems to be the prevailing idea. So it seems to be considered now a bit of a myth that we are either or we're either left-brained or we're right-brained, that both sides work together and most of us use both sides of the brain most of the time now seems to be the prevailing idea. And to me, that's a much more readily understandable idea. Now, maybe this all sounds just kind of a passing interest, but I started to wonder about what impact my assumption that I was more suited to left brain thinking had had on the way that I had operated throughout my life. My way of assuming that I was this way as opposed to that way, that I was left brained as opposed to right brain, that I was more logical, analytical and not creative. Over my adult life, until I started my own business, the main requirement for me, as I say, was 
the ability to follow legislation, policies, processes, analytical thinking. It was necessary to be logical, objective and methodical in my approach to situations. And I did this for a long time in my career and I did it to the exclusion of almost anything else for over 10 years until I started pursuing more creative endeavours. So it's no wonder then, because that was my habit, that was my experience, that was what was required of me on a day-to-day basis. It's no wonder then really that I thought I was left-brained. However, an extension of this is that at that time, I thought I mustn't be capable then of being creative, even though I knew that I wanted to be a writer. And I felt that I should stick to what I knew and not look beyond the parameters of my proper job, proper in in quotes. And it wasn't until my children were small and I worked part time to be around for them more that I seriously considered giving writing fiction a go as I was viewing it at the time. Just give it a go. And, that you know, I'm going back more than 15 years now when I'm when I'm talking about this. I knew I felt stifled and it wasn't until I started to pursue creative activities. So mainly writing at that time that this feeling of being stifled eased. Now, since that time, over the years, I've written four fiction books, which I'll publish one day, I'm sure. I've published Tapestry, which is a collection of 12 short stories. I launched my stationery design business and I've gone on to launch this business. So obviously there's been something going on in my brain that's allowed me to do that, right? Now, I'm telling you that just to illustrate that the bottom line is we don't have to choose based on what we find ourselves needing to do at any one time, based on what we find we are needing to exercise because of external requirements at any one time. You know, there are elements in business that need an analytical, logical approach because there are laws and processes to follow, but we also get to be creative. We get to design our business and our life in a way that allows us to be all that we want to be and have all that we want to have. So you'll find yourself with different tendencies and preferences. That's how I like to think of what's considered to be the more innate aspects of us as people. I believe they're more tendencies and preferences than fixed. And the aim in business is to outsource eventually the work that doesn't fit in with your preferences, right? But the point I guess that I'm making is don't allow your mindset that's been shaped by external circumstances to maintain limiting beliefs. Now, my view of mindset as a priority business activity is for you to look at limiting beliefs, recognise what they're holding you back from and reframe them so that you are cultivating, managing and maintaining a supportive mindset that enables you to grow your business. And I think the right brain, left brain conversation illustrates this really well, how easy it is to fall into the trap of thinking, I can't do that because, doesn't it? Now, I assumed I just wasn't the creative type, in quotes, because I had no real experience of being so for ages and I had ignored the recurring urge to try because I thought that wasn't who I was, wasn't what I was like, wasn't what I was capable of. So I'd ask you to think, if you've ever thought, I'm too old to do X or I'm too disorganised to do Y or I'm not creative enough or I'm too anything, insert whatever your own thought is, I'm to anything to, you know, whatever you think you're too much or not enough of to reach the goals that you have, grow the impactful business you want to grow, live the life that resonates with you, like I said at the start. Here's another thought. What if you're not? What if you're not to this or not enough that? What if you're exactly the right amount of both this and that? Because you are And you can be if you want to be. You know, there's things to learn. There's 
things to practice, their skills to develop, maybe, but you can develop them. Let me know, how would making this mindset shift that it doesn't have to be one way or the other, it doesn't have to be this or that, it doesn't have to be either or, how would making this mindset shift support you in your business? Now, you need to make choices about what you do because you can't do it all, not at once anyway, but you can be and have all that you want. So embrace the polarities, embrace either or and this or that and decide if you want it to be this and that instead of this or that. You know, the tide is only coming in or going out at any one time, but over the piece, it does both. So what do you want to do, be or have that you thought you had to make a choice about and that you now realise maybe you don't, maybe you can have both? Let me know. I'd love to carry on this conversation with you because I think it's really interesting and it's a really interesting mindset reframe. So email me, l at lturnercreative.com and meantime, I will speak to you next week again on the podcast. And actually, while I'm thinking about it, if you like this podcast, if you like taking it personally, if you've gained something from listening to the episodes, I would absolutely love and appreciate it if you could leave me a five-star review on whatever platform you are listening to this on. It will really help to get the podcast out to more people if I get some really good reviews. So if you feel it's warranted, if you have the time to do so, please, I would really appreciate a lovely, great, big, cuddly review. (laughs) Anyway, Thank you very much for listening today. I will speak to you next week on the podcast and until then, enjoy your business. Bye for now. Thank you for taking it personally and spending this time with me to talk all things business mindset and entrepreneurial leadership. I so appreciate your desire to have this conversation and join me on my truly heart-led mission. I believe in you. I'm rooting for you and your success always. So join me next time to talk about what we can do by taking it personally.